0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Colorado Sports Guys. Uh, I am your sometimes solo host, Jeff Morton. Uh, Nate Timmons is off uh, blowing up his collar in the working world, um, and uh, hopefully. But you know, I will say this about Mister Timmons: uh, he has been a little more active on Twitter lately. So go follow at Nate Timmons CSG and uh go check him out. I mean, it's not as frequent as he used to be, say I don't know, 5 years ago, but uh he is uh definitely gone uh, a little more frequent on his Twitter account lately. So you may want to check him out there. Uh Ross Martin uh is probably I you know, the last I heard actually, he was in Houston um anticipating the Nuggets uh arrival there. Um, and it, it, unfortunately, uh, no playoff scenarios uh, put the Nuggets in Houston um, if they uh, win their must-win game to, uh, today. So I, uh, you know, uh, hopefully he's maybe scouting for the Western Conference Championship. Um, anyway, thank you all for joining me. Before I get started, I want to uh, say that we, this, today's uh, Jeff Morton solo uh, podcast on CSG is brought to you by King Law Firm. Uh, it is more than just a personal injury law firm. It is, uh, they also do Social Security uh, and Medicaid and, and things that if you're in need, they will take care of. And uh, it, they, they are one of the best, if not the best, injury-slash-social-security-slash-Medicaid law firm in Denver, been around forever. Uh, go to com and uh, actually ask for Kylan, K-Y-L-A-N, King. Been a friend of mine for about uh, 15 years. It's one of my close personal friends, and uh, he will treat you right. So go to KingLawFirmCo.com. Tell him Jeff Morton sent you. All right. Well, hey, we are (laughs) we are a do or die time for the Denver Nuggets. Do or die. I, I I think. If you would have asked me two and a half weeks ago if the Nuggets would have begun a seven-game winning streak by beating, at the end of a a seven-game road trip, uh, by beating the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City, uh, I would have probably told you you were nuts. Um, And fortunately for the Nuggets, that uh, gave the Nuggets a 3-1 series victory, against the Thunder, and really kind of propelled them to a a winning streak that has been very unique. Um, I don't think I have ever seen in the 30 years I have been watching the Denver Nuggets, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Starting with the Oklahoma City Thunder, progressing to uh, a a really bizarre win over the Milwaukee Pucks, which required... Uh, Jamal Murray hitting three free throws to tie the game after the Nuggets were down by, I think, uh, 17 with seven minutes remaining in the game. And it uh, was one of the more remarkable games I've seen in Nuggets history. Uh, Jamal Murray hit that, and then in overtime, the Nuggets won. Uh, They followed that up with a victory against the Pacers at home Uh, and basically came... As the ball started rolling, they came to a pivotal game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is another game that was a little strange, and that one have featured Carl Anthony Town's fouling out and after the nuggets were down uh in the fourth quarter and I believe that game went to overtime as well, and it was just it was just. It, it was a magical series of, of games that you weren't really thinking that this Nuggets team who had lost to Memphis, who had lost to Atlanta at home, who had lost to Phoenix at home, who had lost to the Clippers after having a 19-point lead in the third quarter. Um, this team had essentially not given many Nuggets fans much reason to hope. Uh, going through into March and it, it, they've turned it around and then they went to the LA and pounded the Clippers then came back home and won a 90's style sluggo game against the Portland Trailblazers um, and the game that featured Nikola Jokic having uh, 15 points 20 rebounds and 11 assists uh, it was his 10th triple-double And it is a—it's a remarkable, remarkable thing to watch. Excuse me, his eleventh triple double. I think it was. He has more—he has more triple doubles than he does dunks this year, which is a remarkable stat. But this is all featured Nikola Jokic basically turning around his year after really kind of going through a malaise, um, struggling with the type of offense that Michael Malone has tried to was choosing to employ. The return of Paul Millsap really, actually in that Clippers game where they gave up the 19-point lead, really, the Nuggets struggled big time to incorporate Millsap. And it took a long time. And it took a long time for Michael Malone to realize that Paul Millsap needed to be subservient. Not subservient, but to be a second... Option next to Nikola Jokic, and to his credit, ever-loving credit, Nikola Jokic has really stepped up in, uh, particularly that fourth quarter against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Nikola Jokic just stood out in a way that, you know, basically we hadn't seen him do it in the fourth quarter really like that. Um, We've seen a couple games like that, but this was a. Uh, how would you say it? Nikola Jokic does not want this team to lose game. And those are the kind of moments you look for, especially from your best player. Jamal Murray's done that. Jamal Sturman Murray has done that several times. And I, I'm not talking last-second shots. Uh, people get obsessed with quote-unquote clutch play <clears throat> being last-second shots. I mean, Carmelo Anthony was uh, maybe the best I've ever seen no, in Nuggets history at hitting last-second clutch shots. Um, but there's those guys that take over in the fourth quarter and say, we will not lose this game. That was never really Carmelo Anthony. And I think, you know, really you could go back to uh, Alex English. Uh, he was a guy that would get a lot of points in the fourth quarter. Um, it was famously, in the 1985 Western Conference Finals, English... Had 20 points in the fourth quarter of Game Two, uh, and just basically it was the reason the Nuggets blew out the Lakers in Game Two of that series. Um, The Nuggets really haven't had that kind of guy that could take over in the fourth quarter. They've got guys who could, you know, kind of do it, but not their best player. And I I think that this is one of those situations where you're seeing both Jamal Murray and. Uh, Nikola Jokic, step up and say, we will not let you you lose. I mean, your Jamal Murray gets in his own head. And uh, Michael Malone pointed that out at the end of the last game, uh, how it's just, he tends to get... It's, he doesn't get frustrated with everyone else. He gets frustrated with himself. He's very competitive. He wants to win. And it is hard for him to struggle and not help the team, and he felt like he was missing shots. However, he got that nice little cutting cut pass from um, Nikola Jokic uh, towards the end of the game, and it basically was the reason the Nuggets won. So, I, I, anyway, i rambling a bit there, but that, those are several reasons why the Nuggets have been on a really good six-game winning streak. Uh, I personally am not going to take up a ton of your time here. Uh, a couple more notes before I go. Uh, what we're going to be doing is... Um, uh, TJ McBride, Brendan Vogt, and Deb Johnson from Mile High Sports have all been kind enough to send me audio to uh, give their own thoughts on this Nuggets game. Um, you will be hearing it at the end of this podcast, um, and starting with TJ, to Brendan, to Dev. Um, and they will all basically give it what you would describe as their thoughts and summary about what the Nuggets face going into this game tonight, as of this recording, against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. We want uh, you know to give you, I personally want to give you kind of a, a, a big, Overview of what, uh, what the Nuggets will be facing. And quite frankly, as you all know, I'm not a details guy. I am a let's enjoy the game guy. And the only thing I expect this evening is the Nuggets to enjoy themselves because they're playing with house money. You've won six games in a row to get to this point. They are tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves at 46-35. It took winning six games in a row to get here. Um this is a do-or-die play-in game. Now, one point technical point I will say is that the Nuggets cannot be the eight seed. This is a play-in game, but because of tiebreakers, the Nuggets can either be the seventh seed or the sixth seed. There's some scenarios where the Nuggets can get to the five seed, but it would take it would take a lot of losses from other teams that probably will not lose. Because as anyone has known, the Nuggets The the teams the Nuggets have needed to lose have not been losing Um, because they've been playing playoff teams that just, you know, have nothing to play for and they don't give a crap. So, the Nuggets will only be either 7th seed facing the Warriors or 6th seed facing either the Utah Jazz or the Portland Trail Blazers. I kind of want the Nuggets to face the Blazers. Um... Just for storylines, and I think that would be just a kick-ass series. You know, I I kind of wish game, sir, the, the first-round series were still five games because that would ratchet up the tension even more. That's, all my, that's all my personal picky view of what the, uh, the NBA has done. But, you know, whatever. That's a quibble on my part. So uh, the Nuggets will be facing this, and they will be coming into this do-or-die almost like a play-in game. And if you're wanting my uh, prediction, I think the Nuggets will win. And it will be a close game, like we've been seeing. And it's, uh, I think the Nuggets right now, even though Jimmy Butler is is back, uh, Jimmy Butler, I don't think, is, pl- is a – he is not 100%. Now, obviously, a less than 100% uh, Jimmy Butler is better than a – no, J. B. Butler, but the Nuggets have also got Millsap, Paul Millsap, and they recently got back in the last of the last game, Gary Harris. All these factors combine to where I think the Nuggets are just have too much momentum, and they will get into the playoffs, and they will. Yes, and now I could be speaking with my heart here, and I likely that's so, and I could be disappointed, and this next CSG could be like all about a post mortem of the season, but. You gotta hope, you gotta believe. And at the, my core, I'm a Nuggets fan, and I will always roll with the Nuggets. So, anyway, uh, enjoy the thoughts of TJ McBride, Brennan Vogt, and Dev Johnson. Um, be sure and uh, check out Colorado Sports Guys on iTunes. Uh, we are also on Stitcher. We are also on Pocket Casts. And we are also on the uh, Mile High Sports app. And I will post this... Uh, podcast on Mile High Sports, so you can all check it out on the online there, and if you want to stream it, it's you could stream it on Libsyn. So, anyway, thank you all for joining me, and enjoy the thoughts of TJ McBride, Brendan Vote and Dev Johnson. With the Denver
1: Nuggets heading into Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves with everything on the line, with a playoff berth on the line for both teams, this is really the entire season coming into a microcosm of one game. It has always felt like there's been an overwhelming abundance of pressure on this young Nuggets team compared to last year, and now suddenly they have to figure it out on the fly. Going into Minnesota where the Nuggets have struggled on the road and where Minnesota has been just lights out at home is going to be a difficult proposition, but the Denver Nuggets are on a Historical win streak for their own franchise to even put themselves in a position to control their own playoff destiny. So, for me, all I'm looking forward to in this game is just to see the energy and the urgency and the enthusiasm that you're going to see from this Denver Nuggets team. This group is bought in, they're confident, they're loose, they believe they can do it, and they are putting everything on the line to try and make these playoffs. So, just to see them get into Minnesota, to see them put everything on the line and to go all out with a healthy, full complement of players on their roster. It's just what everybody has been waiting for, for this Nuggets team. They've already beaten out the Las Vegas win total. I would go out and say that Michael Malone has locked up his job for at least next year. At this point, the Nuggets need to do exactly what they've been doing. And that's just not play with pressure, just go out there and do what they do best. And I really do believe that if the Nuggets do that, Jimmy Butler or not, they have a very good opportunity to go into Minnesota and get this win to get their first playoff berth since the 2012-13 season.
2: Hey, what's going on? This is Brendan Vogt of Mile High Sports, hopping on for Jeff Morton, King of Thornton himself because we got a big game to talk about, guys. Obviously, tomorrow, the Nuggets are headed to Minnesota. All eyes north for a matchup between two teams fighting to get into the playoffs. Winner is in, loser is out. Uh, This is a big one. This is going to be a tough one for the Nuggets. They've struggled a bit on the road, a lot on the road this year. And the last time they were in Minnesota, they played a great game, but they couldn't close the Wolves out down the stretch. Jimmy Butler was too much in the fourth. He was too much in OT, and I think his he scored 12 points in overtime of that game, by the way. And I think his absence is really what allowed the Nuggets to squeak out with a win the last time these two teams played. So Jimmy Butler has been injured. He's coming off of an injury. I expect him to be somewhat hindered, but he's had some games back. He's had some time back, and he lives for games like these, for moments like these. The fourth quarter of a game in mini with all the marbles on the line, You can expect Butler to go off for double-digit points without a doubt. So if I'm Denver, I would think we got to tire this guy out on the other end. You can't really attack him. He's one of the elite perimeter defenders in this league. Harris is hobbled. The Nuggets really struggle with sort of penetrating from the perimeter off the dribble as it is. They've struggled to get the ball to Jokic off the roll. So that's going to be tough. But I would just run Butler through screens, man. Even if you're not trying to score on him directly, just make him work. Because you're going to want him to be tired at the end of this game because he's going to take over. Uh, Of course, obviously, the other big matchup is Nicole Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns. These are two guys who struggle to guard each other. That's probably fairly intuitive. They're both offensive savants, both uh, defensively challenged, to put it politely. So they've also had trouble guarding each other without fouling. So I would go right at Towns. I would try to initiate a lot of post-ups with Jokic, try to get Towns into foul trouble and draw that help because we know that's when Jokic is at his best. It's going to be a really, really tough one, guys. The Nuggets do travel well uh, to Minnesota historically, but you you can throw historic, you can throw head-to-head, you can throw all this information out the window right now because it all comes down to one game. So I think the Wolves have a little bit more talent, but I think the Nuggets have discovered something about themselves they can win the tough gritty games they don't need to be hot from deep they don't need to be polished on offense to win which we thought might be the case so they have a chance they have a chance but prepare yourself for the inevitable jimmy butler onslaught in that fourth quarter all right thanks jeff and uh thanks for listening friends
1: i think when you take a look at this team you have to take a look at the whole season in its entirety um just to see where they started and to see how far they've come um this is a team that's been fighting this is a team that has progressed in so many ways and that is not just with the players but as well as coach malone this team is has bought in and and they truly believe that they're a playoff team and it, it comes down to the last game and that's what it's all about um it's a playing game if you win you're in the playoffs if you lose you miss the playoffs um you have jimmy butler Um, Coming back, you have Gary Harris coming back. You have two unique, talented players in Nikola Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns that are going to go after after it for many years. Um, So just to see how this is how the season comes down to is just really an incredible thing that you have to take a look at and really appreciate.